Greetings and infernal blessings, and welcome to the Serpent Slayer Podcast. I am your host, Serpent Headed Mask. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the seven hermetic principles and the 12 spiritual laws, or also called the 12 laws of the universe and manifestation. And this is going to be kind of the beginning of a series I'm going to do about magic fundamentals. And this is kind of a part two to my lessons in manifestation um, episode that you can see and listen to um, that I did uh, probably almost a year back. I'm not sure when I did it, but that was kind of a personal essay that I did. So it's kind of lessons of manifestation at a glance um, regarding law of attraction. But we're going to get into some more of the uh, principles and laws of, of manifestation and kind of the beginning understandings of magic practice and magic fundamentals. So stay tuned and I'll be right back. Many have sought to understand the natural laws that govern our universe to be 12 principles. While Hermes Transmagistus says that there are seven known as the seven hermetic principles. The seven hermetic principles are the foundation of hermeticism, which is a branch of spiritual philosophy dating back to as early as the first century AD. That were outlined by famed author Hermes, who is believed to have written the Emerald Tablets of Alchemy and the Corpus Hermeticum, ancient teachings influencing the ancient Greek and Egyptian cultures, both adopting him as a god of wisdom. Greece, he was called Hermes, and in Egypt, Thoth. These seven principles were passed down until compiled into the book known as the Kabbalion, written by the three initiates which today remains an important occult source of wisdom. So the first hermetic principle is the principle of mentalism. The all is mind and the universe is mental. The first principle embodies the truth that all is mind, meaning that the universe itself is mental at an underlying foundation, an underlining foundational level that all phenomena of life, matter, and energy of the material universe are thoughts of an infinite and universal living mind. The principle of mentalism states that the universe is akin to a mental projection using our thoughts to shape our reality. Through this principle, it is believed God is consciousness and that the universe is a manifestation of the mind of God or us. When we control our mind, we can control our reality. What you think is what will be. When our conscious self speaks, the universe listens. Two, the principle of correspondence. As above, so below. As below, so above. Three, the principle of vibration. Nothing rests, everything moves, everything vibrates. Four, the principle of polarity. Everything is dual and everything has poles. Everything has a pair of opposites. Hot, cold, like and unlike are the same. Opposites are identical in nature but are different in degrees. Extremes meet all truths, half-truths, all paradoxes may be reconciled. Five, the principle of rhythm. Everything flows in and out. 
Everything has tides, all things rise and fall. The pendulum swing manifests in all things. The measure of the swing to the right is the measure to the swing to the left. Everything compensates. Six, cause and effect. Every cause has its effect and every effect has its cause. Everything happens according to the law. Chance is but a name for a law not recognized. There are many planes of causation, but nothing escapes the law. And seven, the law, the the principle of gender. Gender is in everything. Everything has its masculine and feminine principles. Gender manifests on all planes. Again, you can read more of this in the Kabbalion. I'll probably talk more about the seven hermetic principles when I get into alchemy and the seven stages of alchemy. Um, But now we're going to go to the 12 spiritual laws or the 12 laws of the universe and manifestation, which all seven hermetic principles are incorporated here in the 12 universal laws. One, the law of oneness, which is kind of coincides with the law of mentalism. The first and most foundational law of the universe, which highlights the interconnectedness of all things beyond our senses. Every thought, action, and event is in some way connected to everything and everything else. Two, the law of vibration. Everything is in constant motion that is vibrating a specific frequency. This applies to matter, but also to one's personal frequency as well. Magic is the connection with frequency where we can channel and manipulate it, change its course and direction. We can learn to elevate our frequency through meditation, yoga, sound, chakra work to raise the serpent energy in order to manifest anything we might to to manifest anything we must first match the vibration of what it is we seek for you will only attract the energy that matches up with your own learn to elevate your frequencies because operating in a low frequency is where negative emotions are created leading to many internal issues, examples, uh, addiction, codependency, negative self-thought, etc. And get away from low vibrational people. Low vibrational people probably don't realize that they're practicing kind of a form of vampirism. Um, You've met these people referred to as psychic vampires. You know, in my addiction, I've had a lot of low frequency people that I surrounded myself with in my circle and I've had to... Um, kind of cut those people away from my life. Being surrounded by low vibrational people will definitely affect your frequencies and vibrations and kind of become an obstacle um, in your way. So, three, the law of correspondence. In this law, it is stated that patterns repeat throughout the universe and on a personal level. A reality is a mirror of what is happening in that moment. Think of this law in correspondence with as above, so below, as within, so without. Example, if, we are, if our lives are filled with anxiety and fear, it's because the anxiety and fear is within. If we feel peaceful and stable in our life, it's because we feel calm and grounded within. A lot of fear and anxiety 
will attract fear and anxiety. And I've learned this firsthand in my experiences. And if you let that fear and anxiety build up, that will be the correspondence. That's what will be attracted. That's what will attract itself to you. Um, so that kind of thinking kind of coincides with the, the law of attraction as well. Um, you will attract what it is you are, the frequency that you are giving out for law of attraction. And I've talked about this in my lessons in manifestation episode. The law of attraction is often often used for manifestations similar to the law of vibration. It is important to learn how to vibrate at a level that attracts what you seek and desire. You obtain what is what you are focused on, and one must believe what you're seeking is possible to obtain. Five, the law of inspired action. Closely related to the law of attraction, this law is about taking the physical action, action steps this is very important in magic. Alistair Crowley has a definition of magic here that I would like to share. He says, magic is a science of understanding oneself in one, one's conditions. It is the art of applying that understanding in action. To do magical work and just to do rituals and, and light some candles and think that things are going to fall out of the sky is not... Um, going to happen there still has to be a work ethic on your part there has to be an action say that you're going to get a, a look for a new job or, or a new career um, that career isn't automatically going to knock on your door there still is an action an action that one must take putting out resumes job interviews actually applying yourself um, so action is very important in magic magic will open doors for you but you have to physically step through them yourself and I think that idea is kind of lost on some people when they practice magic, that they think that a ritual spell work is going to be the one and done. And that is not necessarily the case. You know, doing magic and ritual work, spell work will open certain doors for you, but you still have to physically make the steps and take action and kind of walk through that. Um, there's something here on page 21 on the beginning Luciferian magical components that I want to share desire belief and will desire the identification of wants or needs and the de decision to act belief inner reinforcement to propel one to obtain desire and will movement in active focus real energy expended to achieve desire so the law of inspired action i think is extremely important when we're talking about magic magic is is real work mental uh, emotional physical but also the practice of this law is about slowing down and getting quiet and to create the space for internal guidance. Sometimes we need to let go of the need to control everything and how things will work out. Um, so there is kind of a, a balance there that one must personally kind of weigh out and uh, get into personal harmony. Six, the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. This law states that on an energetic level, everything in the universe is constantly evolving or fluctuating. Every action is preceded by thought. Thought itself has the power to manifest in our physical reality. 
Seven, the law of cause and effect, which we know is comma. The law is the concept of direct relation to action and events, cause being action and the effects being the results or consequences of the action. The trust that every action will have a reaction, good or bad, depending on the action itself. The energy we put out has a ripple effect. Negative attracts negative, positive attracts positive. Eight, the law of compensation. This law relates to the law of attraction and the law of correspondence. If you're seeking something, you must contribute in some way. Again, talking about action. Contribute in some way towards your goal. The term that we reap what we sow, stating your effect, your, your effort, actions will always come back to you. Nine, law of relativity. This law suggests that we are inclined to compare things in our world, but the reality is everything is neutral. Relativism exists in all things, meaning meaning comes down to our own perspective and per- perception. 10. The Law of Polarity In this law, it is suggested that everything in life has an opposite. Good, evil, hot, cold, love, hate. The understanding is that these are all two sides of the same thing. So again, let's just take water for example. You have hot water and you have cold water. But that's just a difference of degrees. It's still the same thing. It's still water. So understanding the, uh, the, the law of polarity there with something as simple as understanding hot and cold in water and it's still the same element. 11. Law of Rhythm Cycles are a neutral part of the universe. The seasons on earth, the cycles in our own life, the process of moving in and out, the rhythm of breath. As one of the more visible laws we can witness, rhythm at work is the rhythm of breath. The effortless flow of silical nature or the swing of the pendulum. 12. The Law of Gender This law referring to the balance and harmony of the divine masculine and the divine feminine energy. This is the law of the yin-yang. You can also see the divine masculine and divine feminine energy in the symbolism of the baphomet. Just like in nature, if feminine energy were a seed and masculine energy were the pollen, these energies are universal and the two united is the union required to create anything on the mental, physical, or spiritual planes of existence. This is the symbolic relationship and the creative process. So those are the 12 universal laws, and I'm sharing these to understand. So when one dives deep into understanding these and studying these, and I advise you to take a deeper dive in these, we can understand kind of the science behind magic and manifestation. Understanding these laws, manifestation, attraction, uh, the psyche, physics, nature, consciousness, um, the universe the, of everything. Um, these kind of understandings, uh, again, I see seem to be lost on people today, but uh, one that is in this uh, left-hand path practice and understands these things can really guide you and and create a better understanding of what magic really is and the science behind magic. There is a science behind magic. There is a science behind manifestation. 
Um, there is a lot deeper science to what our minds can do and what we can manifest and, and the results that can manifest from them by understanding uh, some of these principles. I think they're very important. Um, some of it can go over your head and you really have to kind of dive deep into these understandings and um, some of them can, can kind of seem like they go against reality, but they really don't. Um, in fact, they are what make up um, one's reality, I think. So I wanted to share that quickly because I am going to be going into uh, magic fundamentals. And I think that this understanding of these is kind of key to understanding that stuff. It kind of takes all the spookism out of, and all the hocus pocus out of what some people might think magic is. Again, there is an action that is take that one must take um, to get uh, to to have to get the results that one is looking for through their magical practice, whatever the will, desire, uh, the intent is. Um, so I think I'm going to leave that for now. Um, I have a blog now, Serpents, the Serpent Slayer 7 at WordPress.com. And that video that I said that I'm going to link into the, um, into the, the introduction here, I also shared that video on my blog. Uh, definitely check that out. I think it's a great video um, with uh, Earl Nightingale. Um, I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do with this blog. I'm kind of experimenting with it now. There's not much on there, but uh, go check it out. I think I'm going to share personal essays, whatever articles I find interesting, or whatever videos I find interesting, I think I'm going to share on there. Um, and as I kind of experiment with it more, and I'll see what I can use it and utilize it as a tool to kind of coincide with my podcast. Not totally sure yet, but check it out. Um, I'll be adding things frequently. Uh, again, the Serpent Slayer 7 at WordPress.com. That domain name might change. You have to kind of buy a domain name. But when you buy a domain name, it kind of opens up a lot more tools of things that you can utilize on that uh, platform. So we'll see in the future where that goes. And uh, that video that I spoke about earlier that I will be um, adding in the description here is also on there. So again, I think I'm going to leave it at that. Sorry it's taken me so long to get episodes out. I've had this one I've wanted to do for almost a month now. I am taking a new career, and there's been a lot of studying to get the licensing for that career. So my time has been kind of tapped, but um, kind of on the home stretch with that here. So I'll be able to get into uh, Magic Fundamentals. One of the books I'm going to be going over, if you don't have it, I think it's a great book by Michael W. Forrest, The Beginning Luciferian Magic uh, book. Um, I think it's a great book kind of explaining um, magic if you're a beginner. And I think this is a, is a good book. Even if you're experienced, I think this is a good book. Um, and there's a lot of uh, great information and different rituals and spell works and grimoires from Michael W. Ford. Um, again, I'm sharing a lot of books from Michael W. Ford because I have his permission to do so, and I really respect his work. Um, his work really resonates with me as far as my path and understanding on this path. So um, 
I would like to share other authors, but again, it's it's kind of hard to get in contact with them or their publishing uh, companies to get a reply back to order to uh, have permission to share um, some of their transcripts in my podcast. But I'll continue working on that because there's a lot of different books um, that I would like to start diving into. Um, but again, don't want to deal with copyright issues or any problems there. So seeking permission before reading them is kind of the way I want to go forward. But again, um, that is the seven hermetic principles and the 12 universal laws. Again, this is kind of the beginning of my um, episodes I want to do on magic fundamentals. So thank you for listening. Check out the blog. Check out that video. And until next time, Sekhem.